Hello everyone, this is Jeff and Gary Rayburn, and we've got a great program for you this month. It's hard to believe, but time is marching on. And we're getting ready for our conference this year, June 25th, 26th, 27th, and we need your help. We need to know how many people are going to be coming this year, so we are going to ask you to pre-register this year. And just give us a call and let us know that you're coming. Let me get your name down. I'll give you all the information I can about our conference. And we are excited about what God is doing right here in our new building. Man, I'll tell you, it's going to be fantastic and you're going to love it. So help me out and pre-register by giving me a call. My phone number is 618 383-2107 or you can text me on that number or drop me an email at gary.lonesomeroad at gmail.com but uh, I would love to hear from as many people as I can about this year's threefold chord conference right here in our brand new home at 107 Sycamore Street Keynes, Illinois. Now, Keynes, Illinois is a small town between Wayne City and Mount Vernon, Illinois on Route 15. So that's where our conference is going to be. It sets off Route 15 about a quarter of a mile. So we're excited about what God is getting ready to do right here in our brand new home at Lonesome Road Ministries. And we can't wait for you to see it. So sit back today Listen to this program that we have for you. Man, I'll tell you, it's a powerful, powerful testimony of Will Rogers that you're going to love. So buckle up, hang on, and here we go. up I'm driving when the sun goes down the hum of 18 wheels Lord that's a lonely sound I spend all day chasing that old white line I've been on the road so long I've lost track of time now it don't matter where I'm going I just gotta drive I have the white line fever to the day I gotta see I gotta look around I got diesel smoke rolling From two crumb stacks My address is 408-414 A big blue Mac Now it don't matter where I'm going I just gotta drive I have the white line fever to the day Drivers, this is Chaplain Gary Rayburn along with my partners, Mark Smith and Chaplain Mike Wiley of On the Road Again Ministries. And we are glad to be with you in the cab. 
Yeah, I'm kind of in the back seat, so let me kind of slide up here a little bit closer with you guys where I get in on this conversation. Amen. Well, you're sitting back here in that old bunk of that driver. Has he got anything to eat back there? Well, you know, you always find something in the back of a truck, can't you? <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, he's got that big old side-by-side refrigerator back there. Check yeah, it out and see what's yeah. in there. I'll probably get me something there, a little popcorn and Coca-Cola. Oh, boy. You're talking my language now. Yeah. Yeah. This driver, he won't mind, will he, Mike? No, he won't mind at all. Yeah. He's a good friend of mine. I know he won't mind. I'll yeah. Tell him I said it's okay. He probably drives for Crane Transport then, doesn't he? Yes, he does. Man, he that's sure a does. great company, isn't it? It is. I've, I've been down here for about three years now, and I really love it. I've worked for a lot of places. I've been driving 47 years, but this place right here is my home. You know, I don't have any plans of going anywhere. I do good down here, and it's a Christian-based company, and there's good people working here. The office people are just Wonderful. I mean, you know, it just I love it down here. Yeah. And Danny Crane's a good Christian man. He's more than fair to me and it, all the 300 drivers he's got. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's just a good place to be. Yeah, he's a, he's a great man. We had him in the cab with us recently. Yeah. And now we're going to have uh, one of his uh, employees. Uh, we've got Will Rogers with us today in the cab. Yep. And Will Rogers is a safety and compliance trainer. Yep. Yeah, he used to be a driver, didn't he? Joe did. He's from Dallas, Texas. Will is a great man. He's he's a God-fearing man. He's a, he's a good friend of mine, too. And, yeah. Uh, he's a good hand down here at Crane Transport. You know, Will's as Christian-minded and courteous as you can be. He helps a lot of people down here. Yeah, Will's an awesome man of God. and yeah. Ministry's what brought him from Texas to Georgia. Yeah, he's been in the ministry for a long, sure long has. time, yeah. And uh, he's an awesome man of God and a Marine. Yeah, I like that. Man. <laughs> I do too. Yeah, yeah and got great respect for all the veterans. But um, yes, sir. You know, uh, it's what made one thing make America great. When you meet guys like that, you know, and hearing his story, uh, you know, Marines, all of them, always makes my heart feel good when you see one of those guys just man give their heart to Jesus and have the discipline that they learned through the Marine Corps. Yeah, yeah. I know a little bit about that. My dad was a Marine. <laughs> I bet you did perk up when he said that, right? I know a little bit about discipline. discipline yes, sir. Yeah, that's a good thing. We don't like that word, but it's a pretty good one. Yeah. I, didn't make, I didn't make the Marine, but I did make an Army. Me and my dad and my brother, we was all in the Army, but the Marines, they're tough. Yeah. Well, I mean, they get that built through some tough training. <laughs> well, I want to thank you for your service. I want to thank Will mm. Rogers yes. for his service yes. and all you veterans out there. Salute. Let's put on a song by uh, James Payne, and this song here is called God Bless America Again. Again. That's a good one. That's a good one. That's a good one. There's a man down on the corner. Holding a sign You know I think he's right Says the end of time Saw a newsman on TV In a Colorado town Telling how some madman Shot innocent people down God, I hate to think what lies ahead we don't get back to the Bible Start doing what Jesus said We gotta pray Like we've never prayed before We gotta fight Like a soldier in a war Take a stand Every woman and every man Down on our knees We gotta beg and plead we can't give up, we can't give in Till God blesses America again I wonder what old Thomas Jefferson would say If he could come back from the grave and talk to us today would he tell us that this country is just what he had in mind? 
or would repent and turn to God be the words he cried All of this low living comes with a high cost and America needs to wake up before everything is lost We gotta pray like we've never prayed before We gotta fight like a soldier in a war Take a stand Every woman and every man Down on our knees We gotta beg and plead We can't give up We can't give in Till God blesses America again it's time to put the Ten Commandments back on the courthouse square. Put God's Word back in our schools, open every day with prayer. Let all the preachers start preaching against sin. And maybe then, maybe then, God will bless America again. Maybe then, maybe then, maybe then, God will bless America again. Hey, that was a great song by James Payne, God Bless America Again. Another number one song by James Payne. Man, I'll tell you. That surprised me. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> he's, he's written over 70 number one songs. Yeah. And he's just an amazing man and amazing songwriter, a great evangelist, and a good friend. Yeah, and of, he's got one more powerful testimony, too. Yes, he does. I yes, mean, it'll, does. it'll touch your heart to hear his testimony. Yep. And we're going to put on another song by James Payne. And since we're saluting the veterans today, how about a song called The Flag? Oh, I like Amen. that. Amen. <laughs> I can't wait to hear that one. All right. Here's James Payne. George Washington carried me across the Delaware I was raised on Iwo Jima with bombs bursting in the air I was at the Alamo down in San Antonio it looked like I would fall that day but Texas kept fighting on I am the flag I'm the old red white and blue they call me old glory Cause I've been tried and true I stand for liberty I've been hated and I've been praised Though they burn me in the streets Oh, I will still be raised I am America I'm faded and I'm warm But I'm still flying high Cause I've weathered every storm I will not die I was born to fly I am the flag I'm in the hands of every mother Whose loved one paid the price They drape me over heroes who fought and gave their life I'm waving over Arlington That sacred field of stone I'm the voice of the fallen That never made it home I am the flag I'm the old red, white and blue They call me old glory Cause I've been tried and true I stand for liberty I've been hated and I've been praised Though they burn me in the streets Oh, I will still be raised I am America 
flying high Cause I've weathered every storm I will not die I was born to fly I am the flag I stood beside Abe Lincoln That day at Gettysburg Four score, seven years ago Greatest words I ever heard it seems somehow forgotten Here in the USA The blood that was shed So I can proudly wave I will not die I was born to fly I am the flag How'd you like that song, Pastor? Well, that gave me a little chill bumps. <laughs> I guess so. Uh, I just love that song. You know, his wife, Lori, helped him write that song. James has had some great songwriters, but I bet he wouldn't brag on any of them any more than he would that one there. Oh, yeah, I bet she's a backbone. <laughs> you know, but, every good man, they say he's a good woman. Yeah. <laughs> All right, now we're going to have a testimony by uh, Will Rogers of Crane Transport. And we are down here at Oakwood, Georgia today at Crane Transport. What a great company they have for truck drivers. And, Mike, you're part of them. You drive for them. That's right. I got a truck lease to them, and uh, I love it down here. And uh, people like Will Rogers helps me stay here. You know, Will is a good man. He's helped me a lot. He's a godly man. And uh, Crane Transport is one of the best places I've ever worked. Amen. I've been here going on three years. Yeah. And, uh I just love it. That's all I can say. Yeah. Well, how long you known Will then? Probably three years? Three years. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I met him when I first come down here. We was at the old place. Now we're down here at the new place. But Will, he's been my friend ever since been here. He's just easy to get along with, easy to talk to. And he'll stand and talk to, to you all day about God, you know. I get to preaching to him. He'll get to preaching to me sometimes, you know. I say, I got to go. I got to get on the road. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's one good thing about the ministry that we do. We can just go with them on the road. That's right. Yeah, right there in the cab with them. That's right. Will's got a beautiful, precious wife. I met her, and uh, she's just as sweet as he is, and they both love the Lord. You know, some people just have the ability that you just trust instantly. Yeah. You know, and I think it's the Jesus in, in us. Yes. You know, but he was talking, I don't know if it was on the CD or not, but... Um, you know, just how he's reached out to drivers and they mm -hmm. just talk to him. And he doesn't, quote, go by Pastor Will. Yeah. But he is the minister of reconciliation. Oh, yeah. yeah, he is the minister of reconciliation. I call him Chaplain Will Rogers because he would make a great chaplain for crane transport. So, Will, why don't you share your testimony with our listeners out there on the road? Well, first of all, I just, uh, I'm just thankful for uh, just the ability to be able to share my testimony with you guys and um, I appreciate uh, you guys' ministry. I work at Crane Transport. I'm in the safety uh, department and I love my job. I love working with the drivers. I was once a driver and uh, the drivers are my heart. So um, during training um, I definitely uh, like to share um, everything related to trucking and uh, also letting the drivers know that uh, you know we care for them not just uh, them for uh, as a driver, but them as a person. If they ever have uh, anything that they would want to talk to us about or talk to me about personally, um, they can come to me uh, about problems or whatever they have going on. And uh, I like to always uh, start orientation with just sharing my testimony with the drivers, letting them know how I came to where I am um, and that I, I am a child of God. And... Uh, and that uh, uh, they can come to me and talk to me about whatever they have going on. Um, sharing my testimony, um, I got saved on September 10th, 1989. I was raised um, partly in church. Um, in the summers, um, uh, spent time with my grandparents, and they actually introduced me uh, to the church culture. During vacation Bible school, I learned what John 3.16 meant. I uh, actually learned to quote John 3.16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, 
that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. I learned that at the age of, I think it was seven, and uh, I learned who Jesus was. I learned that he died on the cross for our sins, but I did not come to know Christ until at the age of 19. Um, uh, in Dallas, Texas, which is where I'm from, I went to church, and uh, church was more of a, an activity for me at that time. Uh, it was uh, fun. It was just something to keep me out of trouble. Uh, I went with my relatives and uh, at that time, you know, we, we had girls and, and friends at church, and, and church was a fun scene. It, wasn't, it was not serious to me at that time. I, um, at the, after high school, I joined the Marine Corps, and I didn't have direction. And so when I got into the Marines, I, I started meeting people. Uh, of course, you know, uh, going through Marine boot camp, back then it was uh, a lot different. Uh, my son went through the Marines, and I noticed a, a vast difference from when he went through and when I went through. But at any rate, it's still the Marine Corps. But uh, uh, I learned to trust in the Lord. I learned to not just depend upon myself, but trust in the Lord. Uh, during training and, and, and the different uh, movements that we did, uh, we you know trained, we rode in helicopters, we uh, played with C4 explosives and all kinds of different things. And uh, hearing reports of helicopters going down, killing uh, Marines and so forth, uh, I started thinking. Uh, during that time, I was not a Christian. I did not live the Christian life. I thought I was. And so I remember on the weekends, uh, all the, the Marines um, um, in my unit, we would all get together and uh, just have a wild time. So everybody wanted to know what Rogers was going to be, be doing on the weekend. I was uh, that kind of guy. But God was dealing with my heart because uh, I, I learned about Christ early. Uh, in life, but I didn't really know him, and I was not at peace. Uh, I was constantly uh, wanting to get in fights, uh, uh, just just did not have any peace in my heart. I met Muslims, and I've met uh, overseas. I met, uh, I saw Japanese people uh, bowing uh, to and burning incense to their ancestors and shrines, and so it, it brought about a curiosity in my life, and so. I started questioning things. Um, uh, I wanted to know who God is and, 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 and that God is real. During this process of time, I was dating a young lady. She was in a military police, um, and um, I heard about a church off base when I was stationed in Okinawa, Japan. And it was a church called Maranatha Baptist Church. Um, and so uh, I thought to myself, there's a church off base, and it's a, a Baptist church here overseas. So anyway. Um, they uh, ran bus uh, into um, the bases and, and uh, out in the communities in Okinawa. And so the young lady, uh, a friend of hers, invited me to church. And so I went to this church. I don't remember exactly what was preached, but I was uh, constantly under heavy conviction. And um, a young lady approached me after the service uh, by the name of Monique Stevens. I never will forget her. Uh, she walked up to me. Uh, she was also an MP. After the service, she said, uh, are you saved? And I kind of bowed my head. I said, nah, yeah, I'm saved, but I'm, I'm just backslid. I really didn't know. And uh, she said, well, I'd like to come over and talk to you, uh, maybe share with you some things in the Bible so that you can know that. Would you like me to do that? And I said, uh, sure, that'll be fine. So she said she'll be at my barracks at 3 o'clock. Well, uh, we left, uh, grabbed something to eat, and went back to the barracks. And um, I just remember sitting um, with my hands uh folded uh, with my hands uh, clenched uh, between each other and uh, just really in deep thought uh, thinking that I need to uh, make some kind of decision and uh, the only way I can describe this feeling that I had at that time uh, it was like um, there was a constant struggle there was a, a struggle of the will uh, that I was going through at that time to make that decision uh, to accept Christ or uh, to go the other way and uh, I felt like uh, there was chains around my back. That's the only way I can describe it. And um, uh, sure enough, at 3 o'clock, there was a knock on the door. She came in, and the young lady that I was dating at that time, uh, she was there in the room as well. Uh, Monique came in and shared uh, uh, verses out of the Scripture. Uh, she uh, uh, shared uh, the Romans road. Uh, she showed I had no... Um, I needed no convincing that I was a sinner because I knew I was a sinner. And so she shared with me, uh, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Uh, 
And so uh, she shared also uh, the fact that uh, Christ died for our sins. And uh, uh, Romans 10, 9 and 10, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, shalt believe in thine heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Uh, for with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. And in Romans 10, 13, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And so I believed, or I had already believed in that, but I didn't make it personal. And at, on that day, September 10th, 1989, I made it personal. And uh, the only way I can describe the feeling that came over me, and I know it, uh, salvation is not based on feeling, it's based on fact, it's based on what the scripture says salvation is. Uh, but uh, there, there does come a feeling along with that. Yeah. And so um, when I accepted Christ, it just, it just felt like the chains fell off my back. And it just felt like I was just initially, I was just initially in, and at that moment free. And, um, and, uh, and that's the only way I can describe it. And so uh, from that day forth, um, I began to start sharing my testimony. I knew something had changed. I knew something that I did not, could not describe. And I had made testimonies before. I had made uh, several professions of faith, asking the Lord to save me uh, as a teenager. But uh, on that particular day, I knew something, uh, something on the inside had changed me. I knew God had came to make his abode uh, through the person of the Holy Spirit inside of me. Uh, I immediately started sharing my testimony with other people. Monique also told me, uh, started going to church, and she told me, uh, you need to get your Bible and start reading your Bible. So um, I got, uh, got the Word of God, and I started reading it. And uh, I knew uh, it, it was like God was speaking to me. He was speaking directly to me every time. And, and granted, uh, understand that before I got saved, I tried to read the Bible, and it was uh, totally it was like reading another language. I just could not understand it. But for, for some reason, after I got saved, uh, my eyes were open and I was illuminated. It was like God was just opening up his word to me and, and giving me understanding. And I would spend literally hours at night reading the word of God. And, uh, and so uh, during the, uh, uh, the process of years, of course, I, I reversed that. I started spending time more so in the morning. But uh, anyway... During that time, I was uh, while I was still stationed in Okinawa, Japan, on September 10th, uh, 1989 is when I got saved. Uh, two months later, on November 10th, uh, that's the Marine Corps birthday, at our church, they had uh, um, a revival service. And uh, this military uh, church, uh, we had Army, uh, Navy, Air Force, uh, and Marines uh, there at the church. And so we had a, an evangelist, a uh, pretty well-known evangelist by the name of Tim Lee, who came and preached. He was a Vietnam vet. He came and shared his testimony. He preached in his dress blue uniform uh, and uh, uh, running around in a wheelchair and uh, uh, on, on stage and, uh, and, and, and shared his testimony. And he, he challenged uh, some of the young Marines about uh, surrendering, surrendering their lives to preach. During that time I got saved, I mean, I was already preaching. I was sharing my faith with everybody. Everybody that I came in contact with, uh, I shared my testimony, uh, how I got saved. And I, I just remember seeing uh, all of these Okinawan people uh, lost and, and uh, headed for hell. And I just thought to myself, uh, wow, uh, uh, every, you know, I'm sharing. Wouldn't it be great to be, to be able to just share uh, Christ with everybody that you that you meet uh, just just for a living, <laughs> and uh, and so anyway, Tim Lee he preached. He uh, he said you you some of you young Marines you ought to give your life to Christ. You ought to you ought to surrender to full time Christian service. You ought to surrender to preach the gospel. And and he preached a powerful message. And I and uh, me and about uh, I think it was about ten other uh, Marines went down forward, and uh, we surrendered and uh, gave our lives uh, to. Uh, preach the gospel and uh, so uh, I was still a, a young marine at that time and I just remember um, uh, my testimony uh, was so great uh, during that time uh, uh, the company uh, CEO would bring trouble marines to me and uh, and I would uh, help you know make uh, help help school them if you will and, and get them uh, straight uh, some of the young marines and and and, and uh, because of that, because of my testimony, the CEO of our, our, our company uh, started going to our church and, and, and just uh, God just was, uh, his hand was on me, uh, teaching Sunday school and, and uh, had no experience at all and just 
uh, it was fun, and, 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 uh, but uh, God was uh, doing a work in my life. In process of time, I got out of the Marine Corps and uh, went to Bible college and, and prepared myself for ministry and um, had a church in uh, Marietta, uh, uh, pastored a church there. And uh, now, uh, I always like to share um, the great things that God has done, and I always like to share transparency. I like to be transparent, and I like to share some things. Uh, because uh, there may be some people out there, and, uh, and I've, uh, I've, I've gone through some, some stages where I've gotten away from the Lord. And um, had uh, someone told me um, maybe 15 years after being saved, uh, the first 15 years of being saved, I, I will say, if somebody told me that it was possible for me to get away from God, I would have thought there's no way. <laughs> I would have literally thought there was no way that I could get away from God. Now, did I believe that I could get away from God? Yes. But uh, to, did I think that I could ever get away from God? I, I don't think I personally ever thought that. I don't think it was personally even possible for me to do that. But I said all that to say this, that uh, the Bible is true. God is real. But anytime we get our eyes off of the Lord, uh, we can fall. And so... Uh, and, and that's exactly what happened. Um, disenchantment with ministry, not understanding maybe what God was doing, uh, maybe uh, family problems, in-law problems. Sometimes, in, in hindsight, taking your eyes off of God, making things personal uh, is my greatest downfall. And um, the greatest joy of being saved is knowing that uh, regardless of your performance, Regardless of anything that you can do, God loves you unconditionally. And I appreciate that fact. Uh, Philippians 1.6 is my life verse. And it's uh, being confident of this very thing, that he which hath begun a good work in you shall perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. And so faithful is he that calleth you who also will do it. God is faithful. God is always faithful, even when we are faithful. I just remember the disciples, um, Jesus saying to the disciples, Why callest thou me Lord, Lord, if thou doest not the things that I command you? Verses like that, they, they really prick my heart. And um, always wanting to be um, humble, always wanting to be um, submissive to God's will. And uh, if by chance that there's somebody out there that maybe you've gotten discouraged. Uh, maybe you've, you've, you've got a tremendous testimony and you've gotten away from the God. The story of the prodigal, I've read it a gazillion times, uh, not literally, but uh, I've read it many times. The story of the prodigal basically speaks to not just the sinner, but the save. His father saw him afar off when he came back which indicates that he was saved. <laughs> he wouldn't have been his father if he was not saved. So that's a powerful testimony. The Bible says there is rejoicing in heaven over one sinner that repents. Well, the father was rejoicing, and he made a feast when his son, his wayward son, came back. And I believe that uh, there's, uh, there is... Uh, I've always believed that there's people out there that uh, have gotten away from God that are discouraged. And because so many Christians are maybe uh, too dogmatic um, about what salvation is, we don't see what Scripture says about it. Peter denied the Lord. David uh, is a good example of that. And so if God can use them afterwards then God can use us. And so that's my testimony. And I just uh, pray that uh, uh, those that are out there that are discouraged uh, in any way, uh, you can always come back to the Lord. Uh, he's there for you, and uh, he wants you. He wants to use you. Uh, the, the, the beauty of, uh, of being saved and uh, still having your life is uh, uh, that uh, that's not the end of the chapter. That's not the end of the road for you. Uh, you can always come back. And uh, I appreciate it. All right, well, we appreciate your testimony, and man, I tell you, what a great testimony you got, and uh, you talk about Tim Lee, 
Yes, sir. Tim Lee is from Southern Illinois. Wow. <laughs> and uh, I've had the opportunity to meet Tim Lee a, a couple of different times, and he's been part of our ministry for for quite a few years now. I, I met Tim first time I met Tim. I've always heard about Tim Lee. Mm-hmm. First time I met him was a, in a church in Opdyke, Illinois. Wow. He was doing a revival. What year was that? That was around uh, 2007, eight, somewhere in there. Okay. I, I talked to Tim after the service, and boy, was I nervous. <laughs> He's an intimidating guy. Yes, sir, he is. Man, you talk yeah. about a guy that stands tall. Yes, sir. He does. And uh, I talked to him after the service, and I said, Tim, I do a tape ministry, a CD ministry. And I would love to be able to get your testimony out there to all the people that we minister to out on the road. And he said, well, here's a whole stack of them. Can you use these? <laughs> That's the kind of guy Tim Lee is. He's, he's all about reaching lost people, and he's all about uh, reaching those young Marines out there. He preaches so many great messages. And uh, I just love Tim Lee, and I, and I love your testimony. And I'm going to get it to Tim Lee somehow. <laughs> Amen, Amen brother. That would be great. Yeah, he'll I, get to hear it. I, I've actually heard him. I've, I've, I've Google searched some of his sermons, and uh, I've, I've actually listened to some of his sermons here lately. And yeah. uh, he's still he's still going strong. Yes, sir. Yes, yes sir. sir. Yeah. yeah. So what would you like to tell Tim in case he hears this message? Well, uh, just just thankful that uh, he's just been faithful over the years and and. and his testimony is, uh, is is similar a little bit. Uh, well, you know, he talked about how he got away from God and uh, yeah. his legs were blown up in Vietnam, and uh, he made some some promises to the Lord, and and uh, so thankful that he did. Yeah. So thankful that he did, and uh, appreciate his testimony. Appreciate him and uh, all that he's uh, continuing to do for for God's service. Amen. We're we're with you, Tim. We're praying praying for you and your family, and we love you and. Uh, Keep on keeping on for the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Well, Will, we're going to find out a whole lot more about you and what you do here at Crane Transport. But first, I want to put on a song, and I want to dedicate this to you, Tim Lee, and all those veterans out there that are keeping America safe. And this is a friend of mine, Joe Arview, wrote this, and this is Joe to sing it for you, Wings of Angels. For his Lord Jesus Christ And waving his banner of freedom And willing to give up his life He left his home in West Virginia Heading for hell in Iraq his daddy told him, son, you'll find within you What you're gonna need to get back And I'm gonna send it back on wings of angels To carry you back home to the family And I'm gonna send it back Son, I love you, and home's where you need to be There was a man on the cross in Jerusalem Hanging for some religious crime His daddy told him, son, we're gonna raise you up from the grave into the sky And we're gonna send a ride on wings of angels To carry you back home to the family And we're gonna send a ride on wings of angels Son, I love you, home's where you need to be
just can't outrun his daddy's love. And the world can't come between a man and his son. Daddy's just like me, we all understand. We'd walk through hell and take him by the hand. And we're gonna send a ride on wings of angels to carry Crane Transport. Crane in, Transport. You can search us at uh, Crane Transport, Oakwood, Georgia, and it'll take you to our uh, Crane Transport uh, website. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, and you used to drive for Crane Transport, yes, sir. and now you are the safety compliance trainer. What I love this company. Um, uh, best job I've ever had. Yeah. Uh, I, I appreciate uh, the owner of our company, Danny Crane. You met him. Yeah, and, he's a great uh, guy. Just a great, like great guy. man. Great man to work for. Right. Uh, he's a businessman. He's a Christian businessman, and you know what he expects. And, and I appreciate that. Uh, being a, a prior military guy, I appreciate just uh, his uh, mentorship and uh, his uh, philosophy. Yeah. And I, I also heard in your testimony or in your introduction that uh, – Basically, you are the chaplain for the company. You maybe self-appointed. I guess you can say I'm but the you, chaplain. You, I, I wouldn't call myself the chaplain of the company, but I am. Uh, I guess you, Danny Crane said that uh, he wanted me to be, uh, you know, the driver liaison between the dispatcher and the driver. And so, in that sense, I guess you would say, yeah, uh, you've yes. opened yourself up to all these uh, drivers that you get to meet every one of them. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You've opened yourself up to all these drivers and let them know that you're available Absolutely. to them. Absolutely. That is being that's tremendous. a Christian man, a chaplain or, or for the company, whatever you want to call you're it. You're the first to ever say it like that, but uh, yes, but, sir. But that's what you've done. Yes, sir. You've let them drivers know <laughs> that you care about them and you want to talk to them yes, and you sir. want to pray with them. Yes, sir. Any problems they have, they can come to you. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so, Wow. What an awesome man of God. Yes, sir. And yes, sir. it don't get any better than that. That's right. Yes, so sir. So you've got many, many drivers out there on the road that with Crane, and there's drivers all over the country that are going to be listening to this CD. Mm-hmm. So uh, what message would you like to tell these drivers out there that uh, are on the road, and they're gone for weeks at a time, I mean, uh, and they've got so many problems at home. But I... I, I uh some of the best times that I've had uh, with the Lord, um, and I've had some. I've had times with the Lord in ministry where God showed His hand, uh, fasting and praying, and God giving us a building. Um, God, I'm talking about God just really showing Himself uh, for who He is, and and in my life, and just uh, knowing that uh, beyond a shadow of a doubt. That God is 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 as real uh, has been real to me as He is uh, to men in the Bible, for example. But there's been some times in that truck, uh, uh, and I shared my testimony earlier about when I got away from God. But God humbling me, and I'm humbling myself. And there's been some sweet times in the back of that truck, pouring my eyes out mm-hmm. and crying out to the Lord and God. Amen opening just doors for me and and this is one of them uh so to the drivers out there on the road that uh, may be discouraged uh god is always there with you sometimes in our disobedience we may not see him clearly but when we turn to the lord it's like the scales will come off our eyes and we'll we'll be able to see and when we see He'll manifest himself. Doors will open up, and God blesses obedience. He blesses our obedience. And so uh, when he does that, then God will place you where you need to be. 
when we're obedient to the Lord, he, he places us where we need to be. When we're disobedient and we're going about it our own way, that's when we make mistakes. Yeah. So we just we just have to allow the Lord to open up those doors. And this job right here is a prime example. My job here at Crane Transport is where I'm supposed to be. Amen. Amen. That's that's where we want to be, right? Where God has a purpose and a plan for our lives. And you are here. Would you uh, like to give your phone number out to all the drivers out there? You can call Crane Transport. Uh, Crane Transport number is 770-532-0057. And uh, if you guys um, wanted to talk to us uh, about job opportunities, we'd be glad to review your your situation, and uh, we'd be glad to have you. This is a great company that we work for, uh, just great people. Uh, No company is perfect. It's the best job I've ever had. You talk to our drivers personally, and uh, our drivers are our number one recruiter. Mm-hmm. Amen. Right. Our drivers are our number one recruiter. You know, you, you said a key word. I think that is uh, that is I think uh, a place where we all got to be to really receive from God in that moment in the back of the truck. It's when you humble yourself. Mm-hmm. And I think I tell you know I tell a church all the time: you're one decision away from a totally different life. But to get to that place, you got to humble yourself. Yes. And uh, you know whether it be pride or our past failures or shame. Yep. You know that shame will try to talk you out. Shame can be a killer. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We allow it. Yes. yes. And uh, and I think, man, I just want to say, man, I appreciate uh, number one, uh, man, you just your service. I'm about being in Marine Corps. I want to thank you for that. I want to thank you for, you know, just being open uh, to, to take that, that deeper step with God. Because a lot of people just want just enough to get by. But I think the joy of your salvation has uh, maybe got you to that place where you knew to humble yourself in the back of that truck. Yeah. Didn't know what was going to happen. But, it, you know, I tell people all the time, we make this thing so hard. Pastors make it so hard. We make it so hard. And what do we do when someone uh, knows truth and maybe just the world has pulled on them? Mm-hmm. You know, if we're not careful, religion will just write them off. True. True. Yeah. They will write them off. You find out where the true Christian heart is. Yes. From the true Christian. Right. Well, you're talking about the father's heart. That's yes. what we wanted to get. Absolutely. Because you're talking about the story of the prodigal son. Mm-hmm. The young man had to humble himself. Yes, sir. You know, not knowing how his dad was going to respond, but right. I think a little bit he had to just, you know. He came to himself. Yes. He, he humbled himself. Yes. That's when he came to yes. himself. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. And uh, if there's anything, man, I don't know, you drivers riding around right now, uh, you know, that's where the openness, I think heaven opens up when we're willing to humble ourselves because we're ready to receive from him then. Mm-hmm. And you see the love. Yes, sir. You know, and that's the key, brother. That's the key. That's that's the key to me sharing my transparency. Is uh, true Christianity is found in love. Mm. You know, and 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 love is not. I'll put it to you like this: I've I've got a lot of ministry friends, and I've seen the they um, when I when I was down uh, and came coming back to the Lord. Mm -hmm. Nobody reaching out to me, but me coming back, reaching out to them. Mm I saw those that were true, and you said it, pride, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So pride makes you put other people down. Mm-hmm. Pride makes you uh, point fingers. Mm-hmm. But when you're humble, mm-hmm. uh, if any man be overtaken in a fault, ye which are spiritual, Come on. restore such a Come one on. in the spirit of meekness. Oh, it, it talks about considering thyself, Yeah. right? Right. So... It just helped me to see maybe at, at some point, maybe I was there, not thinking that I could ever get to that place. Right. And me seeing that, wow, so there's there's got to be other people that feel the same way that I feel. Exactly. That, um, that need help. Mm-hmm. Not just to the lost. The lost needs help. We, mm-hmm. we need that. Mm-hmm. We need... Mm-hmm. Us sharing our testimony, our faith, 
sharing Christ with others. That's that's the, the greatest thing that we can do. Right. From outside of a pulpit, just one on one, right? Right. right. Mm-hmm. But also encouraging those that are backslid. Right. To come back because God can still use them. God wants to use them. Right. Right. The the closest Christian mm-hmm. friends that I've ever had were in military experiences, churches mm-hmm. outside mm-hmm. of bases and so mm-hmm. forth. Now, I've had some other experiences outside of that, but I'm saying true Christianity mm. is found in our love, you know, when we love one another. Yes, sir. So, um, you, you, you've said it. Well, I think that, you know, it, the Bible's always right. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, he said, you'll know you're my disciples by the way you love one another. That's it. That's you it know, right if we there. would do that right now. By this shall all men know. Yes, yes sir. Yeah, yeah. And... Uh, you know, I just got great respect for you the moment that I met you, Will. Just see the gift of God that's in you. And, I appreciate it. Uh, Amen. Oh, man, it's just wonderful, isn't it, Gary? I'm yeah. going to You know, preacher will be uh, wanting to preach you a little yeah. bit. <laughs> Get on over here. No, 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 no. That's good. <laughs> you can crawl out of that bunk and get on up here. <laughs> well, yeah, I've got to push my way through there a little bit. Thank, thank you for your service, sir. Yeah. Thank yeah. you for your yeah. service. The, the greatest thing that anybody could ever do in this world is to preach the gospel, man. Amen. Amen. I'm telling you, there's nothing greater. There's nothing. I pre- I got saved in the Marine Corps, and, and, and I, uh, all of my best experiences was right there in the Marine Corps. But the greatest thing that I've ever done <laughs> is preaching Christ and sharing the gospel with people. Yeah. That's the best thing that you can ever do, man. I don't, I don't see anything else more important than that. Man, it's great. Good. Amen. Well, I think it's awesome that... Uh, you get to share your testimony with every driver that comes through here. Yes, sir. And now we got it on a CD. We're going to get to share that testimony with drivers all across this country. Amen. Ain't that powerful? And drivers, I know you've enjoyed today's ride with Will Rogers of Crane Transport. And I want to put on another song before we close today's program by James Payne. I stood in the rain today in New York Harbor. Watch raindrops fall from the ladies' eyes Does she really know how bad this country's hurting? What would she do if the Statue of Liberty could cry? Would that be tears instead of rain that I see falling From her eyes As she watches freedom die Would she still believe enough in God and country To raise that torch so high up in the sky Would she step down from her stand Put her face in her hands And pray that God would reach down from on high What would she do if the Statue of Liberty could cry? She could see all the homes and the broken Innocent kids that die before their time If she had a heart like mine Would it be breaking? What would she do if the Statue of Liberty could cry? Would that be tears instead of rain that I see falling? From her eyes as she watches freedom die Would she still believe enough in God and country? To raise that torch so high up in the sky Or would she step down from her stand Put her face in her hands And pray that God would reach down from on high What would she do if this statue of liberty cried? She's just a lady made of stone but America is her home And as I watch her Standing there alone 
Is that tears instead of rain That I see falling From her eyes As she watches freedom die Does she still believe enough In God and country To raise that torch so high Up in the sky Or would she step down from her stand Put her face in her hands And pray that God would reach down from on high What would she do if this statue of liberty could cry? What would she do if this statue of liberty could cry? Hey, well, friends, this has been a great ride in the cab with you. We've had a great testimony by Will Rogers, and uh, what a great testimony that was. And what a great company this is here in Oakwood, Georgia, Crane Transport. We just love it down here. They've been gracious in hosting us and brought us in just to record today just for you out there on the road. And we just love riding along with you, but... Our time has come to the end, and we never like to close any program without asking you, do you know Jesus Christ as your personal Savior? Have you been saved? Are you saved? Do you know that you're saved? You know, the Bible tells us that we can know mm-hmm. that we're saved. Mm-hmm. You know, jumping everywhere, you know, one thing I love about Will being Marine Corps, and one of their things, they don't want to leave anybody behind. You know, I don't want to leave anybody behind today. Yeah. You know, there was a moment in my life where someone reached out to me because they didn't want to leave me behind. So if you're there on the other end of this thing, man, we don't want to leave you behind. Man, Jesus is coming to you right now and said, come on and be a part of the family of God. Maybe you've been away, it's time to come on back home. And all you got to do is just turn from where you are and turn to Jesus. Say, Jesus, come into my heart and save me. Lord, I ask you, Lord, forgive me of my sins. Be my Lord and be my Savior. And thank you, Father, for letting me be in the family of God in Jesus' name. Welcome to the family. Amen. 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 And if you prayed that prayer with Pastor Mark, then we want to hear from you. Give us a call at Lonesome Road Ministry at 618-383-2107. We'll send you more of these CDs that will help you grow in Christ. That's what we want to do. We want to make you a part of the family of Lonesome Road Ministry, On the Road Again Ministry, and our church family. And we will help you as you grow in Christ. And so give us a call. Log on to our website, lonesomeroad.org. As we close today's program with my testimony in song at the foot of the tree. And this is Dennis McKay, The McKay Project, to sing it for you. Roads of life lost without hope. Eighteen wheels of lonesome at the end of the road. In my hand was a track the preacher had read, his words still echoing in the back of my head. I felt so ashamed. When I thought of my past Then I called his name This chance would it be my last Then I saw Jesus Hanging on that tree I lifted up my heart From down on my knees Today I met Jesus at the foot of the cross Broken hearted and lonesome So long I've been lost I left a lifetime of misery At the foot of the tree 
rolling down that old lonesome road, and I shared the good news wherever I go. Yes, there's been a change. I'm not the man I used to be, and I tell everybody what's happened to me. How I felt so ashamed when I thought of my past, but I called his name. This chance could it be my last? Then I saw Jesus. Hanging on that tree, and I lifted up my heart from down on my knees. Today I met Jesus at the foot of the cross, broken-hearted and lonesome. So long I've been lost. I left a lifetime of misery. The foot of the tree. Then I saw Jesus hanging on that tree. I lifted up my heart from down on my knees. Today I met Jesus at the foot of the cross. Broken-hearted and lonesome, so long I'd been lost. I left a lifetime of misery at the foot of the tree. Hello, Lonesome Road family. This is James Payne. I'm coming to you from the cab of my pickup truck. You know, we know that when we put a seed in God's hand, he always multiplies that seed back to our life. So I'm praying that you will hear God and give liberally and sacrificially. Your seed will get God's attention. It'll also get God's affection and God's anointing and God will multiply that seed back to your life. And then second of all, why not become a monthly partner with Lonesome Road Ministries? There's 8.7 million truckers that go up and down the highways of America, away from their family, away from their friends, in the lonely cab of an 18-wheeler. But through Pastor Gary's ministry, we can put a CD with songs and messages that will uplift that truck driver, change him, change his family, and launch his destiny. So I pray you'll hear God's voice today and you'll obey God. And as you do, God's going to bless you like you've never been blessed before. God bless you. I love you. Pittsburgh rolling down that Easter Seaboard. I got my diesel turned up and she running like never before. Well, there's a speed zone ahead, alright, but I don't see a cop in sight. Six days on the road and I'ma go make it on tonight. I got me ten forward gears and a Georgia overdrive. No pills, cause my eyes are open wide. I just passed the Volvo and a white. I've been passing everything inside. Six days on the road, and I'm gonna make it on tonight. I'll take it home.
high on the line I'm a little overweight and my law goes way behind Nothing bothers me tonight I can dodge all the scales all right Six days on the road and I'm gonna make it on tonight Well, my rig's a little low, but that don't mean she's slow There's a flame from a stack and the smoke's blowing black as coal Well, my hometowns are coming in sight And if you think I'm happy, you're right Six days on the road and I'm gonna make it home tonight Six days on the road and I'm gonna make it home tonight Yeah, mama. 